This is the Cool Meanderings with Dr. Germ G Podcast. Thanks for listening. Good Tuesday afternoon to you. I am Dr. Germ G. Welcome back to the Cool Meanderings with Dr. Germ G Podcast. Um, I am hyped for the start of the conference finals in the NBA. Uh, We just had a great divisional round of NBA playoffs that did not disappoint. Four entertaining series. I mentioned in one of my uh, previous podcast episodes that I thought Luka and the Mavericks, the Dallas Mavericks, would be a problem for the Phoenix Suns. I just didn't see the debacle of Game 7, though. I mean, the Mavericks just flat out destroyed the Suns, uh, 123 to 90. And the score really wasn't even that close. The Mavs just let up in the end, quite honestly. I mean, they were up by as many as, I think, uh, 44 or something insane. <clears throat> but <clears throat> was it, maybe it was 50. I don't know. But what's most odd about that game was that the Mavs were, check this out, the Mavs were only 19 of 39 from three. That's about 50, almost 50%, about 48, actually 48%. So almost 50, but still only 57 of the 123 points scored were from three. So what exactly happened to the Suns? I, I, I know that the Dallas had solved them in game six and DeAndre Ayton, you know, the, the big man, the center for the Suns, had a pretty good game. He had a pretty decent game in game six. I thought, you know, he had a uh, nice double-double with some blocks, but he was missing from game seven. According to Suns coach Monty Williams, uh, it may have been a personal issue. Uh, I don't know if it's related to contract matters or just team dynamics, but the Suns really missed him. Um, I thought that he would be more of a factor in the series than he was. I mean, he was a factor in some games. Uh, he's not the reason why they lost game six, but Aiton certainly was missing in game seven. And I know that we, you know, we go on and on about the threes from the Mavericks, but they only hit 19. They shot 39, hit 19, which is pretty good in terms of percentages, but that's, that wasn't the whole story. So, uh, it's unfortunate, but, uh, the Suns, the Suns lost. And so the Mavs move on. Um, and now I don't see a similar outcome. Um, against the Warriors, against the uh, Golden State Warriors. I think Luka is special, okay? He's a special player, a special talent, top five. And I said that before, you know, there's something, he's just he's just a special talent, and the Mavs are on a mission. Unfortunately, I think they're going to come up short against the, the Warriors. Um, now, during the season, the Mavericks took three out of four against the Warriors, but I like the Dubs in this series in five or six games. See, the Dubs, they took the Memphis Grizzlies' best shot in game one. And I think the Memphis Grizzlies are a better team than the Dallas Mavericks. I I, I know that the Grizzlies destroyed the, the Warriors in game five. But to me, game one was where the Grizzlies really came at the Warriors with everything that they had, including the refs. I mean, I don't know if you saw that game, but man. The refs, I mean, they were that whistle was all for the Grizzlies. Draymond Green was ejected in the first half. He was one of their key bigs. Uh, and yet, the Warriors still found a way to win. 
the, the Grizzlies had the home court advantage. They had the whistle. The one, the one key big man for the Warriors was out early in the game. And yet, and they had John Morant, by the way. John Morant was healthy. And yet, the Warriors withstood it. Here's the other thing. The Dubs, they played woefully in games four, five, and six, and still took two out of those three games to advance to the conference finals. So, look, I think the Mavericks are a great offensive team, but they are not nearly as physical or intimidating as the Grizzlies, who I think will eventually represent the West in, in the finals. Uh, to me, they're they're like a, a Western version of the Celtics. Plus, they have John Morant. So that's a Western version of the Celtics. Plus, they have Ja Morant, who to me is the closest thing to a young Michael Jordan in this league right now. I mean, he is off the charts. As a Knicks fan, I'm devastated. I'm devastated that we were so close. I like R.J. Barrett. They were both they were both taken in the um, 2020 draft, and I love look. I think R.J. Barrett is a nice piece for the Knicks, but he was taking three. John Morant was taking two by the Grizzlies. Oh, if the Knicks could have found, if they could have found some way to move up, maybe trade with the Pelicans. I don't know. Look, it you know it's it's unfortunate, but for for the Knicks, of course, but for the Grizzlies, I think they have they've got a special team, and I can see them in the finals representing the Western Conference uh, before this decade is over. Luca again. Luca is a special player, and now that the Mavericks have guard Spencer Dinwiddie also playing well, um, you know this could be an interesting series. However, I still think that the Warriors. I mean, they haven't even played their best basketball, and they still took the Grizzlies out in six. And they they took on John Morant and the Grizzlies in Memphis first game and won without their big guy. To me, I think the Warriors play a little bit better, and that's trouble for the Mavericks. So I think this this series will end in five. It could go six, but I like the dubs in five. Now, for the Eastern Conference, those two divisional round games were a meat grinder. Those were two meat grinders. Uh, two bruising series. I thought the Heat had more trouble with, with the Sixers than I expected. Um, I mean, I thought this, you know, the Sixers were... A man down, and so it should have been a little bit of an easier series for the Heat. But you know the Sixers are tough, man. They're they're a, they're a tough fighting team. I know that Doc Rivers is taking some heat right now, but I hope they figure it out. I hope they keep him and they figure it out because they. they I think they're close. I think they're close, man. And you know the the Celtics and Bucks. That series had everything, um, everything you could ask for. Back and forth wins on both teams, uh, home court. Uh, you know, two huge road wins in the series. And then you had an unsung Game 7 hero in Ford, Grant Williams, who hit seven threes. I didn't see that. Seven threes in Game 7. Basically, the Seas, they just outlasted. They outlasted the undermanned Milwaukee Bucks, um, who were without guard Chris Middleton, who was, I mean, he was big time throughout the playoffs last year. So for the Bucks to be right there without Middleton, essentially they were... I mean, it was a close game until the second half, all right? So if they had Middleton, I don't even think it goes to a game seven. I think I think the Bucks closed that series out in Milwaukee in game six. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I think because in Game Six, M- Milwaukee was trying to catch up. I mean, they were you know within single digits, and then unfortunately, it just, uh, it just came apart, man. It just came apart. I thought that, um, you know, it just, uh, they did, they didn't have the horses. I mean, you had Giannis. And you had Drew Holiday, but you didn't have that third guy, that third horse, where last year, man, they were unstoppable. So, uh, and so to me, that's that that spells trouble for Boston. I know Boston is heavily favored um, against uh, the Heat, but I, I I actually like the Heat in this one. Um, they're without Kyle Lowry, but I don't I don't think he'll be of use in this round. I think they they've got a pretty good. They've got a pretty good staple of guards. If the Heat can get consistent play from Tyler Hero, Victor Aladipo, who I really like. I've always liked Victor Aladipo. And then uh Dwayne Deadman. All right. I mean, he's the he's the leading rebounder so far in the playoffs for the Heat. So if they can get consistent play from those guys, I think they'll pull away from the favorite seas. I do. I think I think that I like them over the Celtics. Um, I mean, the bench, Miami's bench is deeper than that people give them credit for. Remember Duncan Robinson? I mean, he was he was a key contributor during the uh, 2020 season, uh, the pandemic season, when the Heat made it to the finals against the Lakers. Uh, Robinson was reliable from three. Uh, now, they don't need him as much this time because they, they've got a few other guards that are pretty decent. But he's still there on the bench. So I, I think we're sleeping. I think the media is sleeping on... Uh, Miami's bench. I think they've got a pretty deep bench. So I like the Heat in six. I think it's another NBA Finals for Pat Riley, Eric Spolstra, and company. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the potential Miami Heat, Golden State Warriors, NBA Finals. I mean, it could easily be any of the, you know, either of the other two teams, but I like Miami and Golden State in the finals. So. Yeah, Riley, Pat Riley, right? That guy seems to always find his way to the finals you know, with, with any one of his teams, whether we're talking about the, you know, the Heat, the Knicks. Oh, my God, 1994. And, of course, the Showtime Lakers. By the way, I absolutely loved, I mean, loved the first season of HBO Max's Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. This was a great show that's based off of a book written by Jeff Perlman called uh, Showtime, Magic Kareem Riley and the Los Angeles Lakers Dynasty of the 1980s. And <clears throat> I know they took some creative liberties. OK, they took some creative liberties and there have been some some people have been un- unhappy, understandably so, like, uh, you know, Magic or Jerry West, Kareem. Um, but hey. Yes, the show took some creative liberties, but it developed into this really outstanding, compelling story of how the Showtime Lakers began. I mean, I absolutely love John C. Riley's portrayal of Dr. Jerry Buss. I read that, um, you know, Adam McKay, the director, uh, was you know, very much influential in picking John C. Riley, and he made a fantastic choice. I I feel like I can connect to Riley's character, Riley's portrayal of Dr. Buss. Um, and it, 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 you, you get you get layers of personality 
of depth of character with uh, this portrayal. And I really like, I, I, you know, I, there's a little bit of sympathy for, for Jerry Buss, if that makes any sense. And, but overall, the cast was just wonderful. Quincy Isaiah as Ricky Ma- Magic Johnson, I thought was so believable. Solomon Hughes, man, he nails it as Kareem. Oh my God, he nails it. And yes, Jason Clark as Jerry West is great. He may not be spot on. Jerry West may be a much better person than portrayed in the show. But man, I'm digging Jerry Jason Clark's uh, version of Jerry West. I I I just am. I mean, it it works well with the the, the script and 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 the interplay between the characters. Man, and I love the coaches. Jason Siegel played. Uh, Paul Westhead, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody is Pat Riley genius. Oh my God, he's so good. Oh, especially all do we know about Pat Riley. And you can just see, you can see like, you know, Brody's character gives us hints of what's to come, right? It's like, you see, you see this. It's almost like he's playing the shell of Pat Riley that is slowly coming off in bits and pieces through that first season. And I'm excited to see where they go with it. Hey, man, I'm telling you, that cast was amazing. Oh, my God, the cast was amazing. Hadley Robinson as Jeannie Buss. Oh, she was fantastic. I almost I had a little bit of a crush on her, man. She was great. I am married, though, but I did. I had a crush. Man, she was great. I, I, I wonder what the real Jeannie Buss thinks of the show. Man, I'm telling you, it was. if you haven't seen it, yo, put it this way. The only reason I even go to HBO Max is to watch this show. Okay, there, there's some great movies and great shows there. But if not for this show, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even go to the app. The show's great. It's great. But let me tell you, one of my favorite characters, I can't believe how I can't believe they pulled this off, but they got Wood Harris, you know, from The Wire and all these great shows. Wood Harris to play Spencer Haywood. Oh my God, he is unbelievable. Man, even Spencer Haywood loved it. According to a story in the Las Vegas Review Journal, Haywood basically he saw this portrayal as a great opportunity to retell his story, to reintroduce younger audiences of basketball fans to who he was and how he changed basketball history and how he overcame real life struggles. I, this 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 is a it's a I know that it's you know they're they're quite loose with the truth and but there are some powerful themes coming out of this show and man i hope that they find some way to to mend fences with magic and kareem uh and 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 jerry west and and you know whoever else that may have an issue with the show i mean i know norm nixon's son plays norm nixon so i you know I mean, I don't know how, how, how he feels. I mean, sure, he loves that his son is thriving. He's thriving in the show. Oh, my God, he's thriving in the show. But I don't know how he feels about the the overall concept of doing um, Winning Time. But I hope I hope they come around to support it. I hope that they... I It's been renewed for a season two. I can't wait. I cannot wait. And, uh, yeah, I hope that, you know, the sports writers... All involved, come around to just listen. They're just having a little fun with you know the the what is a fantastical story. I mean, look, man, the Showtime Lakers were 
they were big time, man. I mean, hey, you know, it's not it's not a, co- a complete fudge, okay? Some of this stuff really happened. You know, I, I would recommend reading Perlman's book, okay? But, again, great show. I enjoyed it. I don't know if you did, but I'd be interested to, to hear get your thoughts on Winning Time or, you know, some of the characters. Did you have a favorite character? Did you have a favorite episode? What do you think of the whole concept of, of taking Perlman's book and just developing this, you know, satiric, satirical version of, you know, those events? I mean, it's it's okay, right? I think. <laughs> it's easy for me to be in this position because I'm not one of I'm not one of the, uh, the one of the persons that are, you know, basically a key part of the story. OK, I, you know, I, you know, if, if one if you put if one puts him or herself or themselves in the shoes of a Magic Johnson or Jerry West, um, there might be somewhere more ambivalence. But just as a as just inter- pure entertainment, I thought it was great. Um, so yeah, I'd love to get your thoughts on that. You know, if you want to drop me a line, um, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I'm at, uh, at germ dr. That's capital J E R M capital D R. Yeah. That's my Twitter handle. So yeah, man, drop me a line. Tell me what you thought about, uh, the show and who you got in the Eastern conference finals between the Celtics and the heat game one is tonight and tomorrow night. The Western Conference Finals between uh, the Mavericks and the Dubs. Who you got? Uh, if you're still using email, I do. I don't know if you are, but if you are using email, you can you can reach me at drgermg at coolmeanderings.com. That's drgermg at coolmeanderings.com. Feel free to drop me a line and tell me your thoughts on today's topic or any of the previous episodes, uh, I'd love to hear from you. And if you've got a topic in mind that you'd like me to talk about in future episodes, let me know. I've got a couple of uh, topics. I have quite a few actually um, related to education that have been floating around in my head um, and on notepads. But um, but there are also some other lifestyle and culture related stories that I've been thinking about. But I would really love to know what you, the listeners, are most interested in. So if you want to get at me on Twitter or drop me uh, an email, I look forward to hearing from you. Okay, I'm out. This is the Cool Meanderings podcast with Dr. Germ G.